Did you know that one of the endings of Mass Effect 3, where a young boy and old man look up at the stars and talk about the legacy of the Shepherds, the old man is voiced by real astronaut and moon lander Buzz Aldrin. You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit thexboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode number 60. Uh, My name's Gareth Bryan, I'm going to be your host, and on my virtual left is Mr. Richard Dobson. How you doing, Richard? Oh, hello. Not usually introduced first. Hi, everyone. James isn't here this week. He's one of his his very few experiences. But we've got someone new on my virtual right, new to the podcast. Um, And I'm going to really mangle your name, but I'm going to have a go at it. This is Mr. Nicholas Farinola. How I got on, Nicholas? You nailed it. (gasps) I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? You're right. Fantastic. Fantastic. Good, good, good. Now, what we do when we get a new guest on, we have to ask them some questions, get to know them. Like we know Richard very well. Um, so I'm just going to ask you a couple of really easy questions. Sure. Okay, you Hit ready? Me. Hit me. Uh, Nicholas, where do you live? I'm currently in New Jersey, a really, really small town in New Jersey. If you blink, you'd miss it. So it's called wow. Kinelon. Um, but yeah, I'm over in the States. And you big New Jersey, you love New Jersey? Oh, yeah. Big supporter. <laughs> okay. And have you, did, were you brought up there? Have you moved there? Yeah, I've lived in New Jersey my entire life. Fantastic. Um, how old are you? Been wrong with me asking. I just turned 24. Oh, wow. My yeah. old. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm the old one. Young, um, young gun. <laughs> what are you doing, Nicholas? What's your, what do you want to do? What's your, what's your profession? What are you looking to do? Have you got something? Sure. Well, right now, um, I graduated from Emerson College, which is based in Boston in 2018. Um, in the, and I graduated with a visual media arts degree. So that's uh, anything from TV, film production. Um, I've worked at Hasbro, creating kids toys commercials. I've worked at the New York Post. Um, and currently, I'm studying 3D software, um, 3D arts, and I'm being trained as an environment artist for games right now. Fantastic. That's good, isn't it, Richard? He's very good, very jealous of that CV already. <laughs> I feel very lazy already. I've done, I've done nothing today. Uh, um, also, what's your favorite game, Nicholas, if I had to push you? Favorite game? So that's a tough question, I but I would always resort to Mirror's Edge, my favorite game ever. Ah. Yep. What do you think? Choice. What about the sequel? Uh, I think it's trash, but that's a, that's a, <laughs> it's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was amazing, wasn't it? When that first came out, it was it was unlike anything else, wasn't it? Revolutionary. Yeah. Yeah. Um and they were doing parkour. Everyone loved yeah. parkour then. Mm-hmm. That's all they were doing. James Bond, everyone was doing a bit of parkour. Um and a favorite film. Um, you know, you're asking a film guy his favorite film. That's a tough mm. question. Um I would have to say I'm a big horror comedy fan. Um, but I lean more towards the horror films. And I don't want to give the wrong answer. I, I have a lot of favorite movies, but I, I have to say that maybe Evil Dead is one of my favorites, the old one from the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say that. Evil Dead, good choice. Mm-hmm. And last question, um, TV series. What's your favorite TV series? Ooh, um, it's, a, it's another great question. I have, a, I have a lot of great TV series uh, that, that I watch all the time, but um, the one I've been most faithful to, not necessarily my favorite, but the one I've been most faithful to is The Walking Dead. Ah, you're still there. I am still there. I'm still there as well. I'm still there. <laughs> and they're finishing in next, when they get to make it again. It's the last season, aren't it? Yep. Yep. Well, you know, you got all these spinoffs and stuff too that yeah. I don't really care for, but you know, it is what it is. Will you watch the Rick uh, Grimes movies? Uh, yeah, he's my favorite yeah. character. I'll yeah. watch it. Yeah, brilliant. That's it. There we go. There's Nicholas. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Right, we're going to go straight into, because what we 
some of us, like Richard, who's brilliant, watched it live last night. And in the UK, the Game Awards were at midnight when they started at midnight. Uh, yeah, finished at three, which was a bonus because usually I, I'm sure it goes on for longer. So I got my six hours in after that. And Nicholas, did you watch it live? I did. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one who's really not done the work here. Right? I've kind of watched lots of clips um, and got all the information. The one thing I would say is, what I did notice from stuff I, I watched, it did feel like the awards were kind of like low down in the priority, <laughs> and the announcement of the clips were the more the more important thing. Yeah. Is that fair I to say? I feel like that's been a, a general transition over the years. Right. Um, I think at one point, or a couple of points, they grouped five awards in, in one section. Right. Um, and then it was only like the major ones. So the game of the year was presented by Christopher Nolan. But I feel like it was pre-recorded. Yeah, yeah. I feel like some of that was pre-recorded anyway. Um, should we just go straight in? Because we've got a lot to get through. And, the, and I think we're going to start with the the game announcements and the extra trailers we've seen for stuff. And let's talk. I've got a little list of stuff. I miss certain. I miss quite a lot of stuff out. So you two might want to kind of talk about something else at the end. Um, but let's talk about the first, the big headline thing is is uh, a Mass Effect um, yeah. teaser trailer um, coming out. Um, Richard, what were your what were your thoughts about this? You're a Mass Effect fan, massive Mass Effect <gasps> fan. Oh, um, this one I th- we we knew it was we knew they were working on a new one from the, the stuff they put out when they announced the Legendary Edition a few weeks ago. But this this teaser trailer sort of showed potentially Liara um, picking up the, the N7 batch, uh, which leads is leading to a lot of speculation online that this is sort of set straight after the ending of Mass Effect 3. Right. Um, potentially retconning. Andromeda are moving away from that, which will please a lot of people. Uh, but yes, yeah, whatever they, I think whatever they decide to do will will be met with some skepticism after Andromeda. But it's nice to see them not giving up on it completely. I mean, I think, it's, yeah, I think sorry. That's a great, sorry, I think I, I think that's a great point. Actually, you know, I, when I, when I first saw the announcement. Um, I'm not a huge Mass Effect fan. I, I definitely respect the series because, you know, the earlier titles really kind of built Bioware to what it was known for pre yeah, yeah. Um And I think that it was, a lot of people are excited for it, but it is met with a lot of skepticism because recently Bioware hasn't exactly been in the great limelight. Um you know, Anthem was an, was an abomination, but I do respect the fact that that they were trying to, you know, they were they didn't just completely trash it. They were trying to build it up um, with new updates, but it didn't really at the, at that point it was already lost. Um, the community was kind of gone. Um, but I I think it it's still and Richard, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it is still very early in production. Um, we're probably not going to see it anytime soon. I would believe so. Yeah, yeah. with them. Um... I imagine the ramping up Dragon Age right about now, which right. got announced a year or two before, and we've still seen next to nothing on that. Yeah. So I think this was a few years away at least. Right. So I think I think that Bioware has um, a lot to prove with with these next two titles. The Dragon Age series is is highly regarded because um, you know Inquisition was the last one, correct? So so that one was. Um, I'm pretty sure wasn't that a game of the year contender or, or one of them? Yeah, I um, think it was. It was yeah. a great game. It was a great game. So Bioware definitely has a lot of, uh, um, you know, they need to prove themselves with this with this next entry to really get Mass Effect fans and and you know action adventure game RPG fans uh, back into it. Was Andronima a failure? Uh, Richard, you can speak on that. Uh, no, I w- I was fortunate enough that I didn't pay for it. Um, had I paid for it, I would have been, been a bit more up, upset with it. I didn't think it was a bad game. I just think there was a lot of blow in it. Why was that? I'm just curious because I felt the same. Because I, I was a, you know, I did, I really enjoyed the the first three, but they weren't doing anything that different. 
No, and I, I, I would struggle without really going back to it to really put my finger on what it was that just felt a bit through. Mm. Um, but it was, I think what they'd done with Dragon Age Inquisition was present these massive uh, open world maps, um, almost like a little bit like a, a Ubisoft game where they just fill it with, with markers and things to find. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this, this stuff in between and the, and the actual world itself that they create just felt a bit empty, I thought. Yeah. Right. On top of that, you also have all the, um, you know, the bugs. It, it, its launch was terrible, technically. It was, yeah, yeah. It was met with a lot of criticism. Not only, I think that the worst sin for a video game, movie, whatever, any source of entertainment, the worst sin that you can commit is something being boring. And I wouldn't say that it, Mass Effect Andromeda, and I did play it, I, I, but again, I'm not a huge Mass Effect fan. I do definitely respect the series, but it just felt like not a lot of it. Uh, the attention to detail that was seen in the previous entries was not really seen here. That There was a whole meme, I'm pretty sure, I don't, I'm, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the YouTube channel, Crowby Cat, he kind of creates um, these like meme yeah. videos that are super funny and, and a lot of failure videos of, of these big um, console launches or video game launches. Um, and Andromeda pre-release was, uh, everybody was super excited for it. And mm. um, just the bugs, man, they, they, it, it was, it was a very bad launch in terms of, uh, you know, everything, bugs, glitches, it really wasn't. Yeah. It was just, it was quite, I just, I see, I can't remember anything about it. Right. Yeah. You put 20 to 30 hours to that? I kind of remember <laughs> the beginning, maybe, I can't really know. I remember doing, finishing it and going, is that it? Is that the ending? <laughs> I can't remember what the ending was. It was just, they're all standing around looking at each other. Um, good. Right, let's move on because we've got we've to crack on. Perfect Dark. We had a kind of CGI announcement trailer for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we know that's, th- th- there's no release date for that. That's It's in the works, isn't it? It's going to come out in the next couple of years, probably. Yeah. We kind of knew this was going to happen. And it's by the, isn't it by the Initiative, which is this new studio? The one set up in Santa Monica, yeah. Yeah. And it's just down the road from uh, PlayStation Santa Monica, I imagine. That's right. And it's it's like um, when they put a super band together, isn't it? The initiative, <laughs> yeah, of people. Um, yeah. Um, thoughts, Nicholas? Did you like the look of this? Uh, I mean, judging from the CG trailer, it's it's really cool. I'm, again, you can't really judge anything based off of the CG trailers. Um, it, if we had a, you know, if we had a little bit of gameplay, that'd be cool. But again, these mm. these these are games that they're just trying to build hype around it, and I think. A lot of people are excited that Perfect Dark is coming back. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys. This is going to be an Xbox exclusive, a Series X exclusive. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, which no. is something the Xbox really needs right about now. With Halo Infinite being delayed uh, until supposedly um, fall 2021, um, PlayStation is is pumping out a lot of um, you know they're they're known for their exclusives, and and I think that Series X was was in a lot of trouble because I think that their launch was really held together by uh, Infinite's launch. Hmm. Um, so I, th- I think that them announcing, even though it's really early um, in production, I think by them announcing this, it's a really good move on on their part. So I'm yeah, definitely yeah. excited for it. Absolutely. Um, good. Um, Perfect Dark. See, I can't really remember playing a Perfect Dark. I, I mean, there was one on the 360, wasn't there, on launch? Mm-hmm. Perfect Dark Zero. And that wasn't very good, was it? I remember right. It was all right. Yeah, apparently it wasn't as good as the original one. Yeah, I was too young I'm to not... play it. Wow. <laughs> I think I was too old to play it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it does look good. I mean, it's exactly what you said. It's Xbox exclusive, which is a good thing for Xbox, and uh, and this studio does sound very exciting. Um, let's move on. Tichilla. Have I said that right? Tichilla? Tichilla? The Is this the one on the beach? Yeah, the kind of like the it has that kind of Disney Pixel kind of look to it. Tachia, Tachia. Okay, I think probably butchering that. Do you know what? When I saw it, I instantly thought of you, Gareth. I thought this is this is a game for Gareth. 
Wow. Um, it threw, the, the trailer looked interesting. It threw a lot of stuff at us. Um, <laughs> it did, didn't it? There was a lot going on. She was sort of just f- flipping through the air at first, and then it went underwater. And then for some reason, her left eye started glowing green, and st- she started possessing coconuts and a, and a crab. And I'm like, where's this going? So <laughs> I think it was a very interesting trailer, but I have no idea what this game's about. She, she, yeah, you're right. She, you possess a crab. At one point, was she a bull? Or animal object? I think she was a, sh- a shark, a shark as well. Ah, and it felt going on. it felt like a kind of almost like a bit like a Zelda-y kind of world, a kind of very nice, colourful world. And but you're not killing creatures. It looked like you were just kind of like potter around trying to think. Is this a survival game? I, yeah, um, it looked like that as well. But it's by well, who's the studio? You two and I looked at this earlier, and I should have written it down, but I forgot. Who's, who's <laughs> kind of? Let's have a look. They've made something else quite big, and I can't remember. But they do know, I do know this fact. This is the one thing I remember. Every copy they sell, they're going to plant a tree. Oh, oh that's good. There we go. Do you like the look of this, Nicholas? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. When I, when I first saw it, <laughs> I, uh, I kind of zoned out. It didn't seem too exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just, not, it's just not my cup of tea. No, I think that's fair to say. But, you know. It could be, uh, uh, so it looks like a family game, yeah. um, and that's always good. Um, let's go on to Century, Age of Ashes. Um, <laughs> what do you think of this? Nicholas, what's your thoughts on this? What is uh, it, first of all? Explain it, if you haven't seen it. Um, I actually don't, I don't remember this one exactly. Can you, can you describe it? I just need to, a little refresher on what this one is. It's a dragon one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a multiplayer fighting on dragons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Star Wars Squadron with dragons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one actually looked pretty cool. It did look quite good, didn't it? But <laughs> um, it's one of. Sorry, I, I don't know too much about it or or the developers behind it, so I can't really speak on that front. But from what I saw, it looks pretty cool. I'm into it. Yeah, it, I mean. You look at it first of all, and you go, "This looks great. It looks fun. You know, dragons. You know, aerial combat. You're fighting against people. How long that excitement might last for me, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure. Especially if it's, it just sounded like it was a multiplayer only game yeah. rather than a kind of single journey. Yeah. But you know, I can't believe it hasn't been done before. Fighting on dragons. I don't yeah. think you know big multiplayer thing. So yeah. That looks good. That's coming. I think that's coming this year. Maybe I made that up. Richard, help me. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. No, we don't know. Let's say it's coming the, out. The trailer, but... <laughs> it's coming out next week. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> um, good. And then we had the funniest one. I thought I really loved this. We had Back for Blood. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice look at this. Oh, yeah. No, that's... Uh, I... I'm gonna be honest with you. I I understand why they call it Back for Blood, but just just call it Left for Dead Three. It, <laughs> it, it is, it's Left for Dead Three. You know, it's got the goofy characters that you know everybody knows and loves. Um, I mean, well, a new set of characters, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I from what I've seen, it definitely looks a little bit more cinematic than the previous ones, and they're and they're gonna put more of an emphasis on the story and um, gameplay. Like I know, uh, I think I did a coverage on this on the site that. Uh, they released a concept art um, that that kind of showed uh, tower defense. Um, so you're going to be putting up some barbed wire, and, and uh, they didn't really expand on that. But something that I really appreciated that the developers, I believe it's Turtle Rock Studios, right? Am I right with that? Yeah, I think yeah. Um, what I appreciated with them was they, they they came. One of the representatives came up on stage and was like, you know, it'd be better if you saw gameplay. So here's two minutes of gameplay or something like that that ended with a trailer. Um, and I thought that it was definitely impressive. It kind of looked like Left 4 Dead with a nice paint job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm definitely excited for, for this one. I, but I just, you know, Back for Blood, it's cool. It's, it's, I just prefer Left 4 Dead 3. Yeah, I mean, it's by some of the team from Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead isn't yep. it, as well? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it, did, it did really just feel like, yeah, Left 4 Dead is the next Left 4 Dead game. Four characters. All slightly different. Even the trailer was a bit like the first trailer for Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but it's uh, it's gonna 
do very well, I think. People are very excited. Richard, would you be playing this? Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Big fan of Left 4 Dead. I'm really looking forward to this. What's going on? There we go, squad. You don't want me on the squad. I'm saying that now. With my reflexes. But yeah, it does look great. It does look good fun. And it would be, you know, also different creatures and it has that kind of excitement. Yeah, um, another kind of multiplayer game, which is the next one, is we saw a bit of before called Hood Outlaws. Right. Is like, um, I don't know how you describe it. It's almost like multiplayer Assassin's Creed Rainbow Siege. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. In medieval times, yeah. Yeah. I'd go yeah. For that. Um, I think I think that saying I, I think it's a great point that you brought up Assassin's Creed multiplayer because that was introduced in Brotherhood, I believe. Oh yeah. Um, I that. And I thought that mode was awesome. I think the multiplayer yeah. on that was awesome. I'm I'm really upset that you know they kind of I think it, they chopped it off after Assassin's Creed three, but the games obviously got bigger and and you know I'd rather them focus on the world and and what it is now than than a tacked on multiplayer. But um, that is the vibe I was getting from that from that trailer. Definitely excited yeah. about that. Um, again, I think it's it's just that kind of keeping that interest up. What what happens? What's the progression? Leveling up like and it's getting that Rainbow Siege kind of audience, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to have that interest to keep that game kind of alive. The problem is sometimes with multiplayer games only, it's such a risk, isn't it? Because they they can live or die very quickly, can't they? Yeah. 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 Have to keep sort of things thing. fresh. Yeah. Um, the Callisto Protocol. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember oh, you know the one, yeah. So this one... Was is done by the guy that created Dead Space, and it looks very Dead Spacey. I'm uh, imagining the Left for Dead and the Dead Space people just don't. <laughs> yeah, they just do it again. Four people, the zombies. Yeah, that's done. That's that one done. Uh, yeah, what else we got? Uh, oh yeah, they're stuck on a sort of space center station. Something evil's in the background. Yeah, that was it. Let's call it something else. When when I saw the the health bar on the back of the guy's neck, I got so excited. <laughs> Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was the killer, that one. Yeah, because Dead Space is such a great series. You know, I, I think uh, EA had a hand in its demise in terms of the third game. It's The third game, I still think, is good, but they definitely are trying. You can see it in 2 and 3 that they're trying to steer more towards an action audience, try to get a broader demographic with the game. Mm. Um, and I think that's what really hurt it, because the game is best when it's a survival horror. Mm. And then it's unfortunate that Visceral shut down um, in... or a couple of years ago, 2016, maybe when EA shut them down. I think that, you know, I kept saying every year after that, I hope someone gets the, you know, gets the rights to that IP because, you know, it's, it's such a great series that, that has so much potential for the, for the new console generation. Yeah, absolutely agree. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, what we saw was a CGI trailer, wasn't it? And then we yeah. didn't see any gameplay or anything. But, but what's interesting about the Callista Protocol is that it's set in the PUBG universe. <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I read something today that I'm not sure whether they've had the, they've had some involvement with it at all. But this, but this is set in the same universe that PUBG exists in. <laughs> I love that. Great. Really? Yeah. Wow. What? Not that I'm not sure it makes me any less or more excited for the game. I think it looks really good from what we've seen. But, yeah, that was just a, a nugget of information that took me by surprise today. Because Budgie's kind of trying to build up its kind of lore, isn't it, in the, in the updates it's had? I haven't been on it for a long while. For a year. Yeah, I think the last time I did it was Season 7, and then they did a lot of... Uh, uh, that was the one with the theme park, and they were trying to explain yeah. that this guy created the theme park oh, that's and really a lot yeah. of lore world building around that so i don't know whether yeah. they are going that way but obviously this is this looks like it's set in the future where who knows where what times setting pubg setting i like this idea of kind of like games doing shared universes <laughs> of course that's great um yeah right next one i'm going to just briefly saw uh disco elysium um is coming to consoles yeah uh next next year um have you both had a Go at it on the uh, PC by any chance? Um, not me, but I, I've heard great things about it. Mm. Yes, yeah, I've not tried it, but yeah. it, it, it does look really good. I went to 
I think it was Res, which is the indie, it's an indie uh, games um, expo in London. And I went to one for us on the Xbox Hub, I think it might have been two, three years ago. And I had a number of sort of games to see and interviews people. And I remember this was Disco Eason was one of them. And I remember I played sort of 20 minutes of it, you know, in this corner of the room. And I remember going to them, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. And I want to take this away with me now and play it. <laughs> and it's really hard to play in a very busy kind of expo place with 20 minutes because it was just great. And of course, it, you know, and I said to them at times, it's coming to consoles. And they said, we're thinking, hopefully. Um, um, and the reviews for it last year and people saying, you know, it's people's game of the year. So, yeah, this is great. It's great for it to come to console. Um, yeah. So it's really exciting. Uh, Dragon Age 4, we had a sort of... What do we have? Was it a trailer? A CGI trailer? I believe so. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Not much to go on again. No. But, you know, it's... Like, we've, we've just talked about it briefly when we talked about Mass Effect. But, you know, is it... It's, you know, it's probably... Will it be this next year, do you think? Do you think we're looking at 2022? I've, Bioware have got the Legendary Edition coming out in March. Uh, um... So if it's going to be any time, I imagine it'll be towards the end of next year. Okay. Are you excited? We said we talked about it before. Are you excited about another Dragon Age? Yeah, yeah, I'd play it. Yeah, I did. I, I have, like we said, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's been a while, isn't it? I mean, like you said, Dragon Age Inquisition was the was the a crossover th- game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So that'll have been 2013. Yeah. 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 It's been a while. Yeah. Um, another big open world game. <laughs> That's what we need. <laughs> my time. <laughs> um, now, this is my most my favourite game of what one of the favourite games, Crimson Desert. Um, we were presented with a kind of five minute trailer for this game, and I didn't know anything about this at all. I'd heard about it. Maybe I just was not, wasn't looking for it. But um, they showed this kind of like it's an like an RPG open world adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of simplicity. And okay. when I was watching this trailer, it's really cool. You know, you got to watching the trailer and, and see how it's created. You really got to give respect to the people that that create this this kind of stuff. But I, as I'm watching, I'm like, all right, this is what, what the what the hell is this? You know, there, there's <laughs> there's so much happening. And, and th- th- that's just me as a gamer. I I can't stand so much going on in one thing, uh, you know, and I'm not a huge fan of non-linear storytelling and, and all that. And I just felt I couldn't get a grasp of what this was. Um, what about you guys? Did, did you kind of understand what you were saying? Richard? I, uh, I'll i be honest with you here. <laughs> I can't remember what time exactly this trailer was, but I thought it, the world's, when it opened with like the panoramic shots, I thought this looks absolutely incredible. And then it showed the character models, and I was, I was like, well, they didn't seem to fit with the the graphics of the world itself. I thought they looked really bizarre, and uh, a little bit in the uncanny valley. Um, and then I think the trailer just went on too long, and, I, and I, at, at one point I did fall asleep. Totally, totally. This is what, uh, no, I, I, I'm a big sucker for like um, views. And open world, and it was it did look beautiful. The kind of landscapes, it did yeah. look great. And I no, I can I completely get you. It's, I think it, you don't know what it is at the moment. It did f- almost feel like almost a bit kind of like a Dragon Age game. It's obviously there's combat in there. It has a medieval setting. There was kind of like some kind of magical creatures as well, but it was only hinted at towards the end. Um, this part we looked at it and went, is this a kind of co-op game? You seem to be in a party. So is it an open world co-op together? I got yeah. the impression it was maybe an MMO from oh. that from people partying up. Yeah, but I'm also thinking of uh, Black Desert. Is it Black Desert? Oh yeah, the one that's yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Xbox. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we we've talked about this before, but these new consoles are going to be the open world consoles, aren't they? This is what these consoles are going <laughs> to be. We're going to get these huge kind of 
beautiful kind of open world, which we, we, we're kind of seeing it on the, some of these new consoles, what they can do already with the kind of viewpoint. So it's, it's, this is one of them. This is probably one of the many that we're going to see yeah. in the next few years. And I think it's good. It's good. If you've got the combat, time. Combat definitely did look a little bit weird. Um, it kind of looked uh, more like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like Final Fantasy 15, where you're hitting them. I don't know if it was just the stream quality, but when, it, when they were attacking, it almost looked like they were pausing in air, waiting for a combo to, you, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. It definitely looked a little bit weird, um, but yeah. I am interested. I am interested. Yeah, absolutely. And we don't know if that's coming out next year, do we? I don't think it's said. But yeah, it's no, a long, sure. It was a long trailer, wasn't it? But yeah, mm-hmm. it looked pretty, you know, there's a lot. It was there was gameplay there, so it, it looks like it's you know it might be close. We might see um, another game I really like the look of, which was uh, Season, mm-hmm. um, and it's by the is it by Studio Ghibli? Ghibli is that how you say it? Oh really? Remember that? No. Can I made this up. Uh, I don't think they were had any involvement with it because they're <laughs> None at all? level five. Oh, yeah, find that out. We'll find that out. I think I've made it up, probably. You know how I make stuff up. <laughs> um, but it's this kind of beautiful, kind of like indie game with this kind of like very kind of unique animation quality yeah. that you know you didn't know. We don't know much about it apart from it just looked like a very stunning kind of world and a great place to kind of uh, a story to that's going to be interesting and unique. Your totally. thoughts? Um, go ahead, Richard. Again, when I saw when I saw this, when I did think of you, Gareth, I thought this one was some of the, another <laughs> yeah. one, another one for Gareth. But it was it was kind of interesting. She was documenting um, the the wildlife in this world by recording it on a on a microphone, <laughs> and then and then it was something to do with she only had a season to to sort of do it all and exist in because time was running out or something. Yeah. So it looks. It looked unique, um, and I th- and I th- and it did, and the trailer did um, remind me of like anime and stuff like that with yeah. its art style. So I am looking forward to seeing a bit more about it. But I think that one might be PS Five exclusive. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, good. That is very, and that we didn't know when that's coming out as well, but maybe next year. Maybe next year. Yeah, probably. Um, Arc two. <laughs> Vin Diesel edition. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this. One. I had to put it down because there's art. There. What is this? What's Vin Diesel doing involved with it? God. Can anyone tell me? He he just take. I, listen, I love Vin Diesel, but he just takes the weirdest roles ever. When I when I saw him in that trailer, I was like, I couldn't. I, I I don't even know what this is, but this totally seems like something Vin Diesel would take on. And <laughs> I was looking at the live chat and. Some people were saying arc, and I'm like, nah, this this is an arc. This is an arc. And then it said arc two. And I'm like, what, what is this? What, what is it? Is it the arc survival game? Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing in there though? He's just he's the main character. Like, yeah, I, I mean I guess <laughs> think we all switched off, didn't we? Good. And we just at that point we all went, Oh my god, what's going on? <laughs> Richard? Any ideas? I, I, I thought I was hallucinating by this point. <laughs> um, it, yeah, because they announced the the accompanying like animation series as well, and some of the names mm-hmm. that were then thrown out That's for right, that. Yeah. Like it was a really, really big, impressive cast. So I don't know how much of a crossover there is between that and and Arc Two. Yeah, we don't we'll know see. much about Arc Two. Have no. a look for Arc Two, but we know Arc Two is coming for Arc fans. Um, Outriders, which is coming out in February. Next yeah. Year. Um, I don't know what your thoughts about this is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's for me. I don't know why it's not for me, but it's. Uh, but a lot of people will like it. Is is this the one that's made by uh, People Can Fly? Is is yes. that the one? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm a huge fan of, of some of their games. Um, I think they made, what was it, Bulletstorm a couple, a few years ago? More than yeah. that, maybe? Oh, that's right, yeah, um, yeah. And I did like the fact that they're trying to shake up the gameplay where if you kill people, you heal up. Um, I think that was one of the things that they advertised in it. It looks cool. I'm, I'm a fan of the developer. Yeah, okay, good. You a fan, Richard? Yeah, I'm keeping an eye on it. Um, it looks a bit generic, but like you say, people can fly. I also really enjoyed um, Gears of War judgment 
for what they, yeah. what they, they did with that. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Um, Evil Dead. Evil Dead. So Evil Dead, it's uh, it's it's kind of based on the first film in the 1980s, but it looks like a kind of Left for Dead, um, Friday the 13th type game. <laughs> Is that fair to say? You're in the hut in the woods in the, from the first film, and then it's like lots of creatures. And you're, it's a co-op game, isn't it? There's four yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, who's the developer on it? Do you know? I don't. Yeah, I, I think. Um, it looks cool. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's another four-player co-op game, which is where well, they always would, they go down well. Uh, and it's Evil Dead. It's a big franchise. And I think we would find it quite exciting. There was a car at one point. They kept, kept cut into a car driving along. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> don't know what that was for. Uh, yeah. Richard, are you a fan of that? Uh, I didn't want to say it earlier, but I've never seen Evil Dead. Yeah, that's what you're oh, doing wow. this weekend. That's what you're doing this weekend. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Yeah, get it Is down. It? Okay. Yeah. Then. Good. Um, I'm going to really rush through the last few because we're going to we'll run out of time. Returnal, which is a PlayStation 5 um, game that I think I've talked about before. I think it looked a bit. It looks a bit like Lost Planet. Okay, yeah. it was on the 360, like a shooty game, but it's about someone dying and keep coming back and reliving. Maybe the day again or something. I don't. I, don't. I mean, yeah. it's a. It it's going to look pretty. It's going to be interesting. It's coming out in March, so it's a, a PlayStation exclusive again coming out quite soon. They've got a busy year, haven't they? PlayStation. Yeah, they, do. they do. Yeah. Again. Um, again. So, yeah, that's that's exciting. Um, it takes two. Really oh, excited for that. Really excited. What? What is this co-op game? Isn't it? That's yeah. Good um, if you if you remember from I believe it was I guess last year's Game Awards, the the guy who announced it in the mocap suit, um, he, he had like a really unscripted moment where like uh, Jeff had to take the mic away for they like, had to cut his mic <laughs> off or something. He's a, he's a really funny. Um, he's a really funny dude. He just he just has a lot of energy and. <laughs> Oh, it's um, Oh, I get. Oh, yes, yeah. I yeah. And the the last game last year that he was announcing was um, uh, what was it called? The one where you break out of prison. I can't yes. Remember. A way out. Uh, a way, way out. out. Yeah. Um, which I recently played. I don't know if you guys have played it. But I've played it. I mean, James played it for the podcast. We loved it. We had a great yeah, fun playing it. It's a lot of fun, and I think that yeah. it, it kind of mixes. Um, cinematics, like I, I love the different camera angles and how they yeah. they take the spin on co-op play and how it kind of um, it, it goes it off got, into different objectives. It got really badly reviewed and it didn't deserve that at all. No, it got at really average. It's great. It's really good fun. It was. Um, oh yes, yeah, so, Sam. Oh, that was good. Oh, I'm always I'm always a fan of that. He did brothers, didn't he? Brother of Terror, Two Sons. That was their first one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. And then Open Roads, which was this, which is a little trailer for kind of like. Richard, you you like the look of this thing? Yeah, I did like the look of this one. So this one was uh, a mother and a daughter who were played by Kerry Russell and Caitlin Dever or Diva, who's um, in Booksmart. She's one of the girls oh, in yeah, Booksmart. Yeah, yeah. Um, really, really good actress. Um, so they're they're on. They said they're on this road trip where they've been given a book, trying to uncover the mysteries about. Um, her grandparents basically and i just thought it reminded me a little bit of uh road to guangdong oh yeah Uh, yeah. but hopefully i think this one will this one looks like it's got a bit of a better premise than that one. yeah yeah um is it's made by fulbright right the fulbright studio yes yeah that's the one and I think they they also made Gone Home. I don't know if you guys ever played that. Yeah, one. we played Gone Home. Yeah, um, which is a really great narrative. I mean, it, if if you ask anybody, it, it's not that beloved by a lot of people because of the subject matter. Um, but I think that in terms of what it is and and how and how long it is, it really is an effective experience. There there's some moments in that game where you think it's a horror game, and it's totally not a horror game. Um, I just think that the 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 times it t- takes place in what the mid nineties. Um, mm. I think that it's it, it's a great game. Everyone should probably play that one. Yeah, good. Well, there's lots to lots to look forward to. 
again. I was quite surprised how much stuff there was. Um, but of course, it was the Game Awards. And <laughs> there were awards to give out. There were loads of awards to give out. Yeah. We'll just go through a, a couple of the major ones. So, a Game of the Year um, was The Last of Us Part 2. Um, now, you haven't played it yet, Richard, have you? No. Nicholas, you've played it, haven't you? Yeah, I played it. Yeah. You agree with that? Um, with, with the winner? Yeah. Yeah, I think that there was it had some it had some good competition, but I was actually talking to my brother about this the other day. Um, it I, I think it does deserve it. Um, there's a lot of people that hate the game, and you, you, everybody knows about the when it launched and how it leaked, um, and all the memes that spawned with with Abby. And I, I don't really can we go into spoilers or, or no? It's hard, this isn't it because. I was just trying to think about spoilers. We could say now, let's have a let's have a, a three minute deadline and spoilers. So we're going to do spoilers for the Last of Us Part Two. Oh, Richard, actually, this is cruel for Richard. Are you going to play it, Richard? I have it. Um, Don't. We're not going to. We're not. We're not going to do spoilers. I won't no. spoil it for you then. No, so we won't do it. Basically, there there's a part very early in the game that is very controversial compared to the first game. Um, I feel like it was a it was a bold move. Um, on their part, and I, Neil wrote the script, and he's been getting a lot of hate for it. Uh, I think that it was shock value for the sake of shock value, and we can go on all day about the criticisms of The Last of Us Part Two. But I was talking to my brother about it the other day. You, you can't always look at narrative when it comes to Game of the Year. It's part of it. Um, in terms of gameplay, a lot of people would argue that there wasn't much innovation from the previous game. There, they added a jump button. That isn't very, you know, innovative, but it added a lot of verticality to the game. Combat is quick, it's fierce, it's violent, um, and it they they put you in situations where it kind of blends the scripted segments with it effortlessly. It looks awesome. Um, I think it's accessibility options. I believe it won the for accessibility too. It's incredible the 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 options that are on display for people um, that you know are hard of seeing or hard of hearing. Mm. Um, and I, I think that in, when you when you consider everything, it definitely deserved the winning spot for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm 100 percent behind. I just think it's a work of genius. Yeah, I, I've been for quite for quite you know I've said it on this podcast before. It's just kind of an amazing kind of piece. I think some of the the backlash is to do with that decision they made, and I think it's a I think it was a great decision. Um, as in, it's just really bold way of doing stuff because yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting maybe when you look at this game in the context of the next three or four years, you know, not so the next 10 years, when you're going to, they are going to do more of these. And I think the characters, the world will become bigger and the more characters will become, you know, there's a feeling that might be, if they did another one, that you might just be flicking between many characters. You know, you get so far as one. What they do really well is this: is they suddenly just, without this is not spoiling, I don't. They just suddenly flip it, and you're 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 taking another perspective, yeah. and that's just very very clever kind of storytelling. Really yeah. clever storytelling. It it's makes commendable. You feel, yeah. So I, I I think yeah no it's 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 great, and there's some moments, and I agree with you with you know it isn't a step up gameplay wise really. You know, it's much more. I mean, what they've done is made that gameplay from the first one better. Yeah, but there's you know. Um, I think they we've it won best performance for Laura Bailey as Abby. Um, I think it maybe it should have gone to both of them. Really. Uh, I don't know. You're not sure about that one. Um, I think um, Ashley Johnson was brilliant. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you know um, best game direction. Yeah, uh, best narrative. Um, best audio design. It won. Uh, it won loads. I think. Um, the best art direction was Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. That probably deserves that. You played that one too? Yeah, I played it. Yeah. It looks beautiful. Yeah. It, uh, I, I think that the art direction one was a sure for Ghost of Tsushima. I think The Last of Us looks great. Um, but I totally would have gone with Ghost of Tsushima on that one, for sure. I'm um, just looking through now. Um... Games for Impact, Tell Me Why. Uh, I have not played that one. Have you played that, Richard? No. 
I don't think I've had many of the winners, to be honest. No, it's very boring. It's quite slow. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it really is. Yeah, I think Spiritfarer should have won that or Kentucky Route Zero. Uh, Best Ongoing, No Man's Sky. Best Indie, Hades. I've not played Hades. Have you both played Hades? No, but I've watched gameplay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and it's... There's nothing... It's Last of Us again. Best Role-Playing, Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is brilliant. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator won Best Sim. Uh, Best Multiplayer, Among Us, which we've talked about on this podcast before. What do you guys think about that one? I've not played it, but we had someone describe it to us. I think it might have been... Edgar. Yes, Edgar. Yeah, and it it sounds interesting. Um... I thought that one was an interesting because I've played a decent amount of Among Us. Um, I think that without I, we, we also mentioned this previously. I think that without a something to work for, a sort of progression system, um, really hinders the game from being even better. And I'm sure they're going to add it later on. But whenever I'm playing Among Us, I don't care if I die or or I lose as the imposter because I'm not really working towards anything. Everything in all all the um, cosmetics are unlocked fully you can wear whatever you want you can buy pets for like three dollars in the store um i i don't i i can't stand behind that one winning best multiplayer game because i think that uh valorant totally dominated the esports scene as well with with you know a bunch of streamers like ninja switching over to to pretty and and shroud playing a lot of valorant i i think valorant should have won that category okay my, my issue with Among Us uh, is, is it came out in 2018. Right. So right. I, I would have I argued that it should be exempt. It should have been perhaps up in the best ongoing category because it's, it's had an absolute standout year. But mm-hmm. to, to put it in with the best mobile, best, best, best mobile and best multiplayer when it came out two years ago, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I won't be pleased. That's a good point. Yeah. Good. Uh, best ongoing game got No Man's Sky. Yeah. Which is right, because it's the content they keep throwing out there for that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah no issue with, with that winning, but I would have put Among Us in that yeah. in that category instead. How do they make money, No Man's Sky? I'm still into it. It's so good. So again, Richard? It's, it's, on, it's still on Game Pass as well. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I mean, that came out in two thousand and fourteen or fifteen, I think, yeah. on the PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, okay, um, good. Let's um, let's move on to what games we've been playing this week, gentlemen. Uh, let's start with Richard. Richard, what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing Puyo Puyo Tetris Two, which I'm reviewing for the side at the moment. Uh, I never played the original. Puyo Puyo Tetris, but I got the gist of it, it being a mashup between Tetris and Puyo Puyo. So Tetris, Tetris, obviously, everyone knows about Tetris. You have to get uh, lines of blocks, uh, which is then called a Tetris, I believe. Wow. Can I, where the, can I play this game? To, to disappear. I think it's available on everything, <laughs> including <laughs> fridges and uh, everything. Puyo Puyo isn't as well known but I I enjoy it a lot more for some reason It's uh, you need to get four blobs or Puyos um, together to then make them disappear and then you can get some really cool combos going on with them and uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 sort of mixes the gameplay of both you can play either Puyo Puyo or you can play Tetris um, sometimes you'll play against the computer or online people and um, getting rid of lines in Tetris or creating combos in, in Puyo Puyo sort of then sends other other stuff over to your opponent um, and the, then the trick is to out, outscore them, outdo them using your preferred method of either Puyo Puyo or Tetris. I keep laughing if I say Poyo Poyo. I don't know why it makes you laugh. It doesn't sound right at all, does it? It doesn't, no. <laughs> um, good. This sounds, um, this sounds like something I'm never going to play. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are you going to give it? Uh, I've, I've not really played not it enough to, no, yeah. to no. But 
I'm 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 not hating it. Okay. It's all right, and I think it's optimized for Xbox Series X as well. Not that, that graphically it needed it, but it's it's there, I suppose. Good. Okay, and that's out at the moment, is it? Yeah, I think they come out Tuesday, I believe, but it's out now. Good. Okay. Um, yes, um, Nicholas, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Cyberpunk, like a bunch of other people too. Um, oh, yeah. Let's talk about Cyberpunk for a little bit. Yeah. Without, without any spoilers for Richard, because he hasn't sure. played it yet. Sure. Um, I, know, I know you've been playing it too, Gareth, right? I've played only, but I've only done about an hour. Okay. And so, um, what, did you, what route did you choose? I chose Corpo. What did you choose? Uh, I, went, I went Nomad. Okay. Um, so, I'm about three hours into the game, so I barely scratched the surface. Um, and I'm playing it, I just want to preface that I'm playing it on the PC, um, because prior to release, uh, CD Projekt Red had not released any sort of codes or gameplay from the console, so I got a little nervous, and I, I don't have a Series X or a Series S. I have the right. base Xbox One console, and that thing is a dinosaur. It can barely run. Um, <laughs> so I'm playing it on PC, and I'm going the Corpo route. Uh, I'm not going to go into any spoilers, obviously. Obviously, no. but um, the one thing that's really impressing me about the game is is the fact that it feels like a lived-in world. Immediately, mm. you're dropped into mm. a story. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know how the Nomad and the it's great. Games. I mean, I think it's. I think that's the one thing I've thought straight away: the storytelling and the writing. Exactly, that's a really good description. You feel like you're in a world straight away. Exactly, and I, it's really that's they're really strong, and you you know I that hour I played just went like that. I was in a movie, and I yeah. had a series of things that happened. You know, that that a, a big kind of action sequence, a kind of very kind of mundane, going right. into it and trying to talk to someone, a really mixture of stuff, and that, and I thought, no, this is great. I'm I'm full in for this. Yeah, for sure. And one thing that that I should say is that. Um, a lot of reports are coming out saying that the, that the main story is around tw- anywhere from 20 to 30 hours long, which mm. is a lot shorter than, than what people anticipated previously. Um, that's not to say the entire game is going to take you 20 to 30 hours because there's a load of side content that you, that yeah. you should do. Um, yeah. But so far, it, it, just seems, it just seems incredibly uh, well thought out. And, and it, even this might not even sound innovative, but going up to people and not having to press a button to talk to them, they're just talking to you. Yeah, um, I think that's awesome. Yeah, but uh, PC so far, I'm like I said, I've only played three hours. Haven't really run it into any uh, game breaking bugs or annoying glitches or anything like that. But I do know that the PlayStation Four and the Xbox, um, and the, these, the it's it's also important to say that the update, the next gen update, isn't out yet, so it should be coming sometime next year. Yeah. Um, that's what Rich is waiting for, is it, Richard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it should be coming out around next year, but you can play the game currently on the next-gen consoles. And I've just been hearing that if you're playing it on the older consoles, the Xbox One and the PS4, it is a nightmare in terms of bugs. Um, mm. So it's, uh, it's upsetting to hear about that, considering people pre-ordered it and there hasn't been any gameplay pre-release or any review code sent out for it. It, it, it was kind of a jumble, but they did have a lot of um, consoles to to work on, you know, they had the the yeah. original consoles, the next gen consoles, <clears throat> the PC, the Stadia. So it was a lot. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think we're seeing lots of you know lots of problems and people recording stuff and saying mm-hmm. this is yeah. I'm on the Series X, and I one thing there was a. I always seem to have this. Every time I do it, it's always a guy in a car, but the car's invisible. <laughs> that happened in the first bit. And I kind of went, I was driving. I went, oh, look, here we go. And then I, and I might have clipped the car and then everyone just started shooting at me. <laughs> so I'm not even, there's not a car there. I can't even see it. But yeah, that, I had that just one thing, but nothing, nothing. You know, I always expect something like that to happen in the open world. Sure, game. sure. But it's not as bad as what people have been expecting. No. But you're right. It's just, they had too many things. And I think when they delayed and they said, the problem they had problems with uh, getting it ready for Xbox One and PS4. Mm-hmm. They were yep. fine for the PS, the PC, and the, the new console. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's but I'm completely sold. <laughs> I'm in oh, that yeah. world. I can't wait to, and I can't wait to get in again. More time. Need more time. So. Um, <laughs> Richard, I'm really briefly, Richard. You're playing Madden. Yeah, just to quickly mention in the Series X version. Um, 
I'm reviewing that one as well. Almost identical to the Xbox One version. Uh, they've just added these these things called next gen stats, which will give you stats and updates on your players on the fly. Um, but other than that, I don't think there's any improvements. Obviously, right. obviously graphical. Uh, yeah. look, everything looks a bit better, but gameplay is still still a slog for this year. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a bit like that, isn't it? FIFA's like that as well. It's fine, but it's not. It's not groundbreaking. Yeah, we'll still buy them, so they won't. They we'll still won't buy them. Improving yeah, them. exactly. Um, right, gentlemen, we've got to we got to we got to wrap it up soon. We're getting to that point. Um, what are we looking forward to next week, uh, Richard? What are you looking forward to? Uh, there's a new massive update coming to GTA Online, which includes oh, yeah. a new. New Island, I think it's the biggest update they've ever done, and yeah, I'm quite looking forward to that. Just just going and exploring somewhere new in that world. There's a new this, heist as well. It's a new place completely. Yeah, like new... I believe so. Um, and you can, but you can do this heist single player, which for me is a yeah. is a massive bonus because wow. having done tried to do them with friends, who then get you killed is always an issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh wow, GTA Online. Because the P- the PS5 is releasing GTA again, isn't it? GTA 5 in February or something. Yeah, yeah. we've not heard on about the the yeah. Xbox Series. I assume it's coming. Let's yeah, let's not so. kid ourselves. It's, it is coming yeah. at some point. I'll be there forever. Okay, good. And Richard, just before we go on dinner, because you're doing a, a charity um, marathon, a gaming event, aren't you? Yes, next next weekend uh, for my thirty first birthday. I'm being good. Doing a thirty-one hour uh, gaming marathon. Wow! Wow! Going to try and raise some money for a, a, a charity in the UK called Place to Be, who um, deal with with children's mental health issues. Uh, they go to they visit schools around the country, um, sort of making sure that something that's previously not really been considered as much as it should have been. Um, so they do they do a really good job. Um, with with children, working with children and working with schools to sort of help improve ch- mental health in children. Brilliant, good work, Frosted. Richard. Yeah. Um, so where can we find you there? Can we get you on? Uh, is it that, Twitch you're going to do? Yeah. Um, I'm when, I'm at, on Twitter at double nineteen twelve. Um, on Twitch as well. Let me just figure out why why is. Um, that is double nineteen twelve night, as in a, a night of the round table, and right. um, just giving page as well. If anyone, if anyone wants to donate, is uh, just giving just giving dot com slash double nineteen twelve night. But um, I think we're going to get the link up on the the Xbox Hub website next week as well. Brilliant, cool. So hopefully, um, get some stuff. Well done, good. Um, Nicholas, what are you looking forward to? Uh, just uh, keep playing Cyberpunk. You know, yeah. Explore the city, see what I can find. Uh, yeah, I mean, mostly yeah. that. It's a big game. And where can we find you if we want to get in contact with you? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Thick Naranola. So I just changed the the first initial. So it's, it's Nick Farinolo. Just switched it. Thick Naranola. Yeah. On Twitter. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. DM me. If you have any questions? Brilliant. Great. Um, I am saying, I think I'm just going to play stuff. I'm getting to the point where it's starting to die down a bit. And I can start to play stuff next week. Maybe I'll come and join you in your stream. Oh, please do. I'm looking, okay, looking for it. any volunteers. Yeah, I come. We can do a couple. I could do some FIFA, maybe. FIFA. Um, yeah, anything you want. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, you can find me at GB Briley or on Twitch. GB Briley as well. And but for now, thank you very much. Brilliant, Nicholas. Well done. First one. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Come back again. Um, Thank you very much, Richard. Brilliant as always. And we'll see you. See you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at The Xbox Hub and search for The Xbox Hub on Facebook. 